in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. Welcome back to the locker room, everybody. And before we bring on our next guest, you can subscribe to Sirius XM's Best Package. All access gets your first six months for 50 bucks. Fees and taxes apply. See offer details at SiriusXM.com slash scouting, where you can find all Bruce all the time. Let's bring on our next guest. Bruce Gradkowski. <laughs> yeah, the big G. From Dormont, what? and uh, we bring him in, and we love him, and uh, he's a good buddy. Absolutely. Uh, uh, Brucey, uh, how you doing? What's up, guys? It's always, This is my favorite time of the week, so it's great to be on with you guys, and uh, crazy that the Steelers just got done playing a Wednesday game. So, yes. Right. Uh, man, insane. You know, quick turnaround. Bruce, how funky would it be for you as a player because you're much closer to your career than touching <laughs> So how funky would it be to be 26 years <laughs> away? Boy, we're old. Oh, yeah, oh, we're... You're really old, Tunch. <laughs> so... <laughs> so how weird would it be to start and stop and start and stop that game preparation as you're getting ready oh. to do it and then have to reload all the time? That, to me, says everything about why that game went down like it did. No, for sure. You know, because people can say, um, you know, when we talk about the Steelers haven't had a bye yet and stuff like that, people are like, oh, well, they get time off. You know, the game got postponed, but they don't. people don't understand. As a player, you're always constantly, you know, wired in mentally. You know, right. you're just kind yeah. of still focused. You know the game's coming up. Um, so in those situations, man, it's tough because you're. it's like you're on the edge of your seat, right? You're ready to play. Oh, wait, you're not. Oh, wait, you're ready to play. Oh, wait, another few days. Like, so it's back and forth. That's why I think the, the game was sloppy, you know, and, and Tomlin said that, and I think Tomlin's going to, play it up that way because I think this is the best thing that happened to the, could happen to the Steelers right now. But you have to give them a ton of credit, man, because at the end of the day, it's about just coming through with a win, finding a way to yes. win. And that's what they've been doing this year. And I just, you know, you got to give Tomlin a lot of credit for the leader he is in managing these times, these ups and downs. And, uh, it, you know, it's been fun to watch. Uh, definitely from, you know, the comfort of my home and couch and eating popcorn and all uh-huh. that. So uh, <laughs> the, way he's, the way he's managed this situation has is, is, is been great. You know, Bruce, one of the things I think you just touched on was, uh, and I've read. Snacks. <laughs> yeah, which is close to my heart. But um, <laughs> when you, you know, a joke that my dad told me years ago, and I've told this before, but I'll, I'll share it with you, uh, you know, he said there was a farmer who had a mule, and he brought the mule out, and, you know, he had to get him ready to do some plowing and stuff like that. He said, so the first thing the guy did was he uh, gets a two-by-four, and he smacks the mule right between the eyes. And the, the kid goes, Dad, why would you do that? And he goes, well, first got to get his attention. Do you think that Mike Tomlin was getting their attention with that post-game press conference that kind of called them all out? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and probably not even the, the – uh press conference as much as that's probably exactly what he said in the locker room. I right. mean, that's the great thing about Tomlin is he's going to tell you like it is. So I'm sure in the locker room, he was saying the same thing. He was like, guys, this wasn't pretty. We were bad. I mean, all three phases, you know, you fumble, point, you know, you give up a third and nine run at the end of the half like that to give the Ravens an opportunity to be 
uh, right down on the three, four yard line before half. Um, you know, offensively, you can't score in the red zone. You know, a few, you know, fourth downs, you can't convert. And uh, so, I mean, honestly, it was it was a good game for them to get back to the film, get back to the grind, watch it, improve on, and, and get ready, man. Because look, Washington's record isn't good. Yeah, but it's it's almost like they're finally coming into okay. This is who we are. You know, we have Alex Smith at quarterback. Um, he's stable. He's a veteran. He understands the game. And then we have you know a strong defensive front. And I think it it's taken Washington this long because the injuries early on in the year. And then even when Alex Smith first started playing, I mean, we're still congratulating him for overcoming the injury. Right. But I right. think we're past that now. And now it's real football, so I think Washington has kind of settled in on who they are and who they have around, uh, you know, Alex Smith and the guys. So, uh, Brucey, uh, one one thing I wanted to ask you was, did, did they drop passes because they didn't practice? You know, that, and that's a good question because we were talking about that the other day, and I don't think it's because they didn't practice. I mean, of course repetitions help and so not having practice you definitely can get in in a lax and, and you know but it's it's mental focus you know anytime you drop a pass it's how focused in were you so mm. i think practice helps with that and you know as the weather changes and gets colder i mean the ball is it's it's hard man it's coming at right. you it's not it's it's not easy so yes your level of focus has to go up and anytime you drop a pass, it is just a lack of concentration. And I think practice does help that because practice, you're, you're on top of it. It's every day, day in and day out. That's what you do. And you actually just have one day rest before the game. So I definitely think that played a little part of it. No question, because practice. as you're moving, <laughs> practice, Ellen Iverson, practice. We're talking <laughs> about practice. But the fact is, the practice keeps you locked in mentally right. focused into the end of the week when you know that the testing period is coming when you're going to put it all together and part of that is building up the mental rpms you know you can't walk out in the nfl field and go okay let's kick it off i'm ready to go no yeah. i mean it's a it's a build up through the whole week where you're mentally and physically and emotionally and even spiritually getting ready to go and do something that's highly unusual for 99.99% of the people in America right. or in the world. Well, and yeah, and, that, and that's a great, a great point too, because it's it's not even the mental side, but it's the physical side. I mean, you you saw what happened to the Ravens over there, you know, a full a uh, few tweaked muscles, you know, right. RG three pulling up with a tweaked cami, um, uh, you know, Marcus Peters I think tweaked something or was cramping up. So right. that plays into it when you're not. Even the week of practice, like during the season, when you're at this point in the season, practice isn't like, you know, I mean, it's full speed, but, you know, game speed is much different. So even though you're getting practice in, the game speed is always a lot faster. So just think, imagine not practicing at all and then going right to game speed. I mean, now that's a different tempo, and now you have to react and move quicker, faster, more decisive. And that's when those injuries happen. You know, it stinks with Bud Dupree, and I'm not saying that's the reason he got hurt, but, you know, just, um, you know, those type of things tend to happen, though, when you're not practicing every day. You know, uh, Brucey, you, you transitioned 
from the hard NFL to the easy NFL. Good point. Uh, uh, so uh, <laughs> when you well, that's true. Yeah, when you transitioned, uh, what was going through your mind? Yeah, no, I mean, that's a good point because when I first came in the league, I mean, we still had two days every day. I remember being in Tampa and, you know, we'd come out for the afternoon practice and in Tampa, Florida, you know, Disney Wide World Sports Complex, you're looking up and you're like, oh, man, we might get some thunder today. You know, like, (laughs) is this practice going to go on? And uh, and you'd get fired up if you you had an afternoon off or just a a helmet's practice and so it was a different day and age. So it was basically probably after my Raider days, when I got to Cincinnati, that's when it changed because that's after the lockout. That's when kind of the CBA and things were different. And then you come into a different NFL, you know, and you guys are right. It's not as, um, I don't want to say grinding, but not as physical, physically taxing right. during training camp, especially now, like, but that's, you know, honestly, that's the day and age we're at. Like, coaches have to take care of their guys. They have to figure out the best way to get their guys to Sunday healthy, energized, mentally focused and prepared. And at the end of the day, that's what it's about. It's about wins and losses. And that's what Tomlin does better than anyone I've been around. You know, the thing about it is we used to have a saying back in the day, and I'm not, I know you'll get a chuckle out of it. We used to say back in training camp, well, if you run out of players, just open up a new can of players and yeah. add water. <laughs> yeah. you know? And that's the way it was back in our time frame. But let me ask you, going, going forward with Washington, um, this is the second game with its, you know, of three in a 12-day period. Right. The ability, and Mike Tomlin referenced this, playing a lot of young people, or some a lot of defensive people, and well, as much people as possible to spread the reps out over the guys. How important is that? Yeah, I think it's important. I mean, I think Thomas does a good job too with uh, you know guys getting their rest days and and things of that sort. But that, when it comes to it, guys, I mean, well, you know, players don't like practice. I mean, no, no one, <laughs> no one actually. Wants to practice. We want to oh, we love practice. Come on, we went out, did one on ones. We ran we, stairs. We yeah, did headbutts. You know, uh, yeah, and, yeah, and we did yeah. uh, run blocking. You yeah, you two are different animals over there. Right? We're not. You're talking to a quarterback now. I'm high maintenance. You know, I'm, you, you know, I'm a little spoiled over here. But. Hey, Bruce, let me tell you this story real quick. You'll get a kick out of it. After my first child was born, I'm in the hospital, you know, uh, with my wife and everything like this. And we had a, a, it was a wicked hard Wednesday practice. So I came after practice and I'm dehydrated. We were on the Three Rivers turf. It was in September. It was 90 degrees. And I'm sitting there. So my wife gets up. She's walking, you know, like they haven't walked the halls. So there's no other chair in the room. So I lay down in the bed. (laughs) I'm laying in the bed. So Touch comes in with Sharon, right? He comes in. He looks. And I'm laying in the bed, and here's here's my wife coming down the hallway, walking, and he goes, "You fat pig, get out of the bed!" I was exhausted from practice, you know. He goes, what are you doing? I love it, and you know, and tell me if this is true that I heard you guys used to practice so hard all these two a days, and you would purposely not try to drink water and stay hydrated because everyone was walking down to the corner bar to have a beer after practice. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck said to hydrate yourself. Yeah, exactly. Um, (laughs) Replenish your fluids was was the term that he used. Yeah. Oh, my heavens. I played played three games in 12 days my rookie year, I think it was, when I was starting. 
you know, it's it's a quick turnaround for right. sure. Um, but it's you know, it's the mental focus. I mean, Tomlin's the best at no excuses. Uh, he's not going to let you make excuses or get lazy mentally, um, and that's a compliment to him. So they just have to take care of business at the end of the day and try to still find ways to win, and that's what they've been great at this year. When you look at this uh, Washington football team, what do you think the first obstacle that presents itself to the Steelers? I think it's protecting the quarterback. I mean, I think Ben's done a phenomenal job all year getting the ball out of his hands quick and fast and decisive. But at the end of the day, too, this is a fierce pass rush. And, mm-hmm. you know, just like the Ravens had a pretty good game plan against the Steelers, trying to limit some of those um, quick passes and stuff like that. So I think that's the first initial thing is how do you protect the quarterback, you know, and, and try to continue to do what you've been doing offensively. All right. Well, I look at this, and I and, and the first thing, as you said, that crossed my mind, then I, I immediately remembered, is Marquise Pouncey going to be back? You know, and that's mm. one of the things that, yeah. um, you know, J.C. Hassenard did a fine job, though. I will say that I think the young man acquitted himself well there. Yeah, no, I mean, but anytime you lose or have, like, a, a veteran captain of your football team right. out, I mean, Pounce leads up front. I mean, he's the guy communicating the calls, uh, getting everyone on the same page. And it's just, you know, having Pouncey out there, though, it's more than the physical uh, part of the game and, and even the mental calls, but it's that leadership he brings in the huddle, right. the yeah. competitor that he is. It's just, it's just great having him out there. All right, Bruce, thank you so very much. We appreciate you coming in the locker room as always, coming big, coming hard, and giving it to us right straight between the eyes. Love you, buddy. Take care. <laughs> yeah, love you guys. Have a good weekend. Have a good one, man. Love you, bro. Take care. All right, uh, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back with calls. Calls. Yeah. What, what number would you call if you're going to call? Uh, four one. Don't give out your number, you 412-919-1316. moron. Four one two nine one nine one three one six.